Do you know Cher's never... I don't think Cher's ever been dumped in her life. Isn't she? Allegedly. Allegedly. It's what she says. And what Cher says, Cher does. <laughs> it's Cher truth. It's Cher, <laughs> and that's Cher reality. Cher, Cher, shared reality? No, Cher no, reality. No, 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 Cher reality. Cher reality. Is that an etch sketch that thing there? What is that? No, that's a Kindle. Oh, it's a Kindle. It's big. It's a, uh, it's Can you pass that over here? I want to have a look at that. It's not mine. It's my flatmate. Why is it so fucking massive? Um, I don't know. It's not. Oh, it's a Kobo. What the hell's a Kobo? It's like a Kindle, but oh my god, this is Janet McCurdy. Okay, so there was some. Yeah, yeah <laughs> there yeah. was a, a person in the film school this year. Who's, uh, I think from like the film commission or something, and I I couldn't never for the life of me remember her name, so I just kept call, calling her Janet McCurdy. Obviously not Janet McCurdy. That's so. That's an unusual. Um, Misnomer. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, what's your name? Netanyahu. Because this bitch, she was a. Netanyahu. This bitch was like, she was a Disney star, right? And then she had a really, like, Kolkan esque relationship with her mum. Yeah. So yeah. For, the, for those listening to the podcast, Samuel's looking oh, at. Samuel's looking at. Um, it's a Kobo and Scott. I, I'm glad my mom died. I actually have Jenna that book. McCurdy. I started it. Also, what the hell is a Kobo? It's so heavy. My Kindle no, weighs like, lighter than air. But do you know, you can actually download straight from Libby, which is the library app, onto this. For free? Yeah. Oh, well, I, I still buy my, all my stuff through Amazon because it Kindle's like an Amazon thing. I actually like a cold, hard book. And do you know what I'm it. reading at the moment? A Court you? of... Um, Crowns and roses, or what? It's, it's what the hell's that? Fairies, fae. Well, that's, that's fairies a bit of you. Fae. That's a bit of you. Yeah. I actually do love. Have I, you read any of the Game of Thrones books? Yeah, of course I have. You love rape, don't you? Um, oh, aesthetically. <laughs> aesthetically. I actually stopped watching Game of Thrones because of the, the rapes. Rapiness. Yeah, I know. It's the rapes. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's pretty horrendous and it just sort of like builds. It was that, and when um he got that woman flayed alive. Oh, a and lot of flags. St- House of Bolton. Flying. House of Bolton. Bolton. And the, then, the effigies, the, the emblems, the, the flayed man. And then Stannis Baratheon burned someone at the stake. His daughter. His daughter with a grayscale yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Daddy, no! Yeah. Daddy, daddy, no. And it was no, I mean, the most iconic burning at the stake of other. Balenciaga! Yeah. Myrtle, what's her face? Um, the witch from the Coven series of American Coven Horror Story. Coven series of American Horror Story. Um, and that's fact. <laughs> What an intro. I feel like, <laughs> my name's Johanna Cosgrove. My name's Sam Ducati. And you're listening to Rats 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 what Sam's referring stuff. to is I'm drinking, I'm sitting here. It's the same colour as your hair. <gasps> it is. Yeah, you're very aesthetically pleasing at the moment. I know. Do you know <sighs> what? I looked at the video of our last pod and I literally, my hair looks like I'm wearing a little boy's wig that I found in the back room of an Amdram store closet. And my face looks like the moon. And not in a good way. You are a white woman. Yeah, yeah, but do we want to look like a life oh, of sourdough? Oh, you mean mass? Yeah, yeah I'm, lo- I'm talking yeah. sourdough lump. I know, every time I talk to my older sister on FaceTime now, she's like, you look more and more like dad, which, by which she means my head is looking rounder. And, like, it makes me want to kill her. Oh, I think you've got really angular cheekbones, Thank though. You very and a much. beautiful chiseled jaw. Anyone would think I was part Asian. I'm not. Um, no one's thinking that. Everyone thinks that. <laughs> Everyone, absolutely everybody thinks that. 
I'm constantly turning Are you actually? down. No. <laughs> no one thinks I'm fat Asian. Oh my god. People often used people used to think that I was summon. <laughs> people were like, Where are you from? I was like, um So <laughs> how I was living in Wellington this year, obviously you do. Um, yeah. so the flat that I moved into, uh Paloma Schneiderman was meant to move into. Um, AKA Polly Hill. Uh, AKA Polly Hill, but then um, Paloma, you know, deferred it to me because she ended up living with some friends in a flat before <laughs> before meeting Paloma. My uh, the the woman whose house it was thought um, Paloma was Paloma, as in like she was like Tongan or something. <laughs> she thought Paloma Schneiderman was Tongan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and like because they never actually met because I you know deferred to me, but Paloma stayed in her life by me vicariously every time I talked about. Paloma. <laughs> she, she would say, she would I was say referring to my, my um, big brown someone friend, <laughs> Paloma, who is in your, fact um, a, my very Jewish friend who is as white as the driven snow. Your Pacifica Paloma. <laughs> Paloma. Paloma Schneiderman. <laughs> oh Paloma Schneiderman. <laughs> I used to get, people used to think that I was Scandinavian, um, Icelandic, German, every, all the white. Russian, all Russian. What? That's closer to Asian than. Than anything Eurasian and even closer to Asia than when me. I and we know how close I am to Asia. Everyone, no, no Cl- one thinks that. I'm done with no that. No one bit. thinks that. Okay, are you done with that riff? I'm done You're done with that riff. Um, when I lived in Whangarei and I was and I had dyed black hair and a tiny little fringe, people used to think I was Maori. They used to ask me what iwi I was from. What? I know. What? I think that people just see what they want to see. Or nutty. Ma. Natty, arty, farty. <laughs> Those t-shirts, natty, arty, yeah, farty. fuck off. Oh, my God. Take your ceramics and your wind chimes. <laughs> Take your two-week residency at the Quarry Arts Centre and blood out your ass. <laughs> I think today we should speak about fantasy. I feel like that's the thread that we're going Oh, I'm already with. there, girl. Yeah. I'm way ahead of you. I'm, feeling, more, I'm feeling my fantasy. I'm feeling my <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> um, I... I do really enjoy reading fantasy, not not as much as I do science fiction. I like watching fantasy movies, and obviously, I enjoy watching Game of Thrones, which I have recently rewatched. Though, I I stopped just shy of season six. Which is a real, I don't know why, for no apparent of reason. Game and Thrones. Yeah. Game on Thrones. Game on Thrones. Game on Thrones. <laughs> game. <laughs> game of Thrones. Game down Thrones. Upstairs downstairs. Upstairs downstairs. <laughs> In the lady's chamber. Thrones down. Yeah. 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 Thrones up. Thrones yeah. down. Colonel Mustard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm just saying words. <laughs> I'm just saying words. And you know what? What else Miss is the podcast? Miss Scarlet in the Red Room. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Scarlet. I haven't actually seen Clue, the movie version of Cluedo. I've only seen clips of it uh, and I cackled hysterically because it's got um, Tim, what's his face in it? Who's in? Curry. Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry. Yeah. Who's the, he's the detective and he's fantastic. He's fantastic at everything. He's so good. I do really want to see the, the Cluedo, Clue movie because it's written by... This um, this guy who actually also wrote the screenplay for Beetlejuice, and he wrote a couple of like cool like gothic horror, like southern gothic novels. But then he like died of um, some AIDS stuff. Oh, I thought you for some reason my mind instantly went he died of, and I was going to be like dysentery. No, <laughs> close, close. In the twenty first century, um, he died. When did he die? He died in like the the eighties or the nineties or something like that. Of AIDS. And you're like, oh, he just wrote these, he writes these really cool Southern Gothic novels. And the last one I read was called The Elementals. And it was about like a, a wealthy family going out to their like, these three sort of batches they have out on the coast that they've had for like various, several generations. But there's like a demon living in one of them or something. But it keeps, it's really vague and impressionistic as to what the, like the entity actually is. But it's, 
um, it's, it's, all, it's so evocative of the South. Like when you think of the Southern Gothic, you can taste yeah. the fried chicken. You know the, what I mean? Like oh, it's You can fabulous. taste those grits. Um. <laughs> you can hear the hoodoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell the swamp. Well, my favorite, my two favorite Southern Gothics, obviously True Blood, which oh, is also yeah. fantastic. True Blood. Fuck yeah. You know, I just rewatched True Blood this year. I started so watching good. it for the first time this yeah. year. Yeah, I'd never I, seen I'm it I'm jealous. Before. I'm jealous. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. It's do I hate awesome. Suki? Yeah, I do. Oh, really? Yeah, I hate Women her. often do hate her because I love her. You love her. She's a nothing character. Oh, she's I love her no- so much. She's I- just a hot, skinny little blonde who's like, save me. The Don't save me. I love how righteous she is. I find it really endearing. But I do think that's classic fantasy. So I'm in my Court of Crowns and Sarah J. Maas, Court of Crowns and Roses, <laughs> fairy, fairy, fairy. Um, the main character, they always make them kind of like. They never really describe them too much, so you when, when the reader is reading along, you immediately fill out the details with oh, your yeah. own personal life. They've got to be a placeholder, you know. What yeah, I mean? they're completely so you set yourself into the protag. And that's the fantasy, and, and so you can the live the fantasy. So you're in the the fantasy says the fantasy is I'm the one that's writing the dragon. The fantasy is I'm in the spring court and I'm about to fuck the high fae. The fan- I'm Stormborn. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm Stormborn. The it's fantasy me. is I will remove his mask. Yeah, I'm the breaker of chains. <laughs> I'm the mother of dragons. It's me. Did you have? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, hi. It's me. It's me, hi, it's me Daenerys. Hi, on the breaker of chains. It's T. On the breaker so, of chains. On the breaker of chains. Oh my God. <laughs> it's me, hi. On, on the, the breaker of On the breaker of chains. Did you see Snoop Dogg did that, that song, Oh Suki? About, so, about, about, about Suki from True Love. From True Blood. Yeah, from True Blood. Uh, why did I say True Love? True Love. Um, who do you want to fuck from True Blood? Oh, who don't I want to fuck? Obviously from True Blood? the brother. Obviously that dumb, that dumb, oh, dumb yeah. brother. Oh, but not so much. Al Saeed, the the um the hot werewolf guy. Not up to that. He's so. I'm so jealous. Season season two is one of my favorites because the main ad. I love that main ad shit. Season three is just incredible. Season four, a bit of a drop. Don't like the witch stuff. Season five. <laughs> <laughs> Season five is like the weird, weird, cool, like authority vibes, like, and it introduces the Lilith, Lilith mythology, which is all fucking lit. Anything so lit. about Lilith, I am here for Lilith. Oh uh, well, you're gonna cream your little panties because there's a whole lot of Lilith bullshit up in True Blood. It's and I, it's real good. I'm ready. I'm shaking back. Actually, you're not gonna cream them. You're gonna bleed them. You're gonna bleed your little panties. Oh, oh yuck, yucky. <laughs> you're gonna bleed your little panties. Oh, I'm about to do that right now. Actually, I'm very hormonal, very PMS. Oh, uh, that sucks. Maybe I'm catching that wave because I feel like I had everything and I've got no follow up. That's you it. got another follow up. That's a takeaway. I feel um, like I had also, I partied. I had a huge party on Sunday oh, you had a night. Weekend. You blow yeah, yeah. out, um, and I definitely woke up yesterday and I felt like my brain had been scrubbed with Jif. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my brain had been scrubbed, and you can probably hear it in my voice, my croaky little voice, because I did karaoke. Highlight of the karaoke was doing Fall Out Boy with David Kareos. What's that Fall Out Boy guy, the frontman? Pete Wentz. Yeah, he's yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. He's very gorgeous. And he's aged quite well. Do you know what I mean? Like, the frontman of My Chemical Romance looks like metastasized. They, 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 they. They. Oh, come at me, bro. Whatever. <laughs> I'm joking. Pronouns matter. Um, Actually, I watched, I watched MCR Over the Fence this year. Over the Fence. Where do they play? Western Springs. Oh, that's right. I remember me seeing that Me and um, Greta and Ella went and watched Over the Fence. And it honestly was fulfilling my 14-year-old teenage fantasy. Speaking of fantasy. Um... Yeah, it was amazing. Gerard, Gerard mm. Way, Gerard Way, Gerard Way. Yeah, Gerard. Hey, the song, the um, 
Helena is my all-time favorite MCR song. I love Helena so much. Same. And yeah. you can't go past it. You really can't. You really can't. You, really can't you know what I mean? And that's my... F- and that- but if you... Actually, I don't have a question. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I sang For That Boy. I sang For That Boy in karaoke. Oh, yeah, it was really good. I also sang Little Lion Man by Mumford and Sons. And Yuck. Did a strip. Yuck. I did the bit That's from, white supremacy. I did the bit from my show. I did the bit from my show where it's Little, little Lion Man. And then I did a strip tease for oh, yeah, really six comedians. That's a cracker. I love that. <laughs> I really you just that. want to envision that, and then so I'm, and then I made them try and I made prop comedy. I was like, throw money at me, but they all we had was tissues, <laughs> so yeah. they were just, oh they were, I was, try, they were putting <laughs> tissues down my titties. <laughs> oh my god! And you would have been sweating like a groundhog, you know. So I'm sure I know because it, it was so muggy. Yeah, no, they yeah. did, and they yeah, all dissolved. They all dissolved on my shoe, and it looked like I'd stood in sort of reams of toilet paper. <laughs> It ain't. Uh, it's I was me. already feeling. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god! I hate. Oh, the mother with, of dragons. With a passion, I just hate it so much. I can't. I used to think that I really liked it for a few years, and then I'd be like, "Yeah, let's go to karaoke," and then we'd all arrive, and then we'd start, and I'd be like, "I hate, I hate it. it." Yeah, why did I say I wanted to do this? I fucking hate it. And it took me years to finally confront the fact that I hate karaoke with every fiber in my being, and now why? I no longer suggest it. I've got no idea. I just hate it. I fucking hate it. I find it so boring. Do you think it's because? Um, you don't feel like you're good singing. You're no, good I find singing. That, you don't feel do you <laughs> do you singing. You good. You, you good sing. You good. <laughs> you sing now. <laughs> uh, you good singer. You sing now. <laughs> yeah, sing ya. Good. Two words. Mini stroke. <laughs> mini, stroke. <laughs> mini stroke. No, mini I just stroke. I find it so boring. I find it boring watching other people sing. I find singing myself really fucking boring. I just hate it. I hate the false performativity at all. I don't know. I just fucking hate it. <laughs> don't you think it's a nice escape? I don't know. I get to perform all the time. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I want to continue to do. You're really into that vitamin C water. It's really yummy. It looks pink and it tastes pink. Like it really tastes pink. Yeah, yeah. It tastes as the color of pink. Yeah, it really tastes fucking pink. Please sponsor me vitamin C water. Yummy. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like I just have absolutely nothing to talk about because I've just completely gone to ground and trying to get my work done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do I've know what you mean. Nothing to talk about. Well, I've been lying in bed for like two hours just reading fairy books. Oh, that's super fun. I love that. Yeah, and yeah. cranking that satisfied pro too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that tastes pink, and it, this room smells pink. It smells real. You pink. can't smell shit. <laughs> I know. I'm joking. <laughs> I get I'm joking. Baked. <laughs> More flawless pussy smells like pink. <laughs> Still run to the fish market. No jokes, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's and that's misogyny, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's a the touch a touch massage. When was the last time you smelled a pussy? Oh, when? When you was very good question. At the beginning of life. As, yeah, as I was exiting one. <laughs> <laughs> as I was being winched from from my mother's apex. <laughs> um, what's your what's your Actually, no, not even then, because I was dead. Not even then. I, I forgot that you died at birth and yeah. then was reborn. <laughs> no, they, Samuel came out dead, so they put him back in, gave him a quick... They didn't me back. No, they gave him a quick shake. No, it's not, not a microwave popcorn, like, oh, I'll give it another 20 seconds. That's not, <laughs> so how was Samuel's birth? It was just like a shake and bake. A shake and bake. <laughs> yeah, and then dad, I think we've fully talked about this already. And then my yeah. dad fully assaulted the doctor. Had to yeah. It's good off the premises. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy to come and that's Napoli. And that's Napoli. <laughs> Napoli. <laughs> and um, Ewe that they thought I was part of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
my god. Fire Cosgrove. <laughs> oh, I, it's, it's a compliment. It's a compliment. Yeah, absolutely. I just become one of those white people that's like, Kia <laughs> No! We already talked about that. <laughs> Pomaria, etc. Pomaz. I think Pomaz is pretty funny. Pomaz? Pomaz. Pomaz. <laughs> what about Kakite? Kakite. Kakite kite. Kakite kite. Although, oh, there were so many protests on today. I just haven't gone to any of them. So many like valid and correct protests. So many valid like. and correct protests. Obviously, Palestine's being oh, but then it was the it was a protest about our government being weird and conservative and trying to like justify all that weird smoke stuff. It's doing around cigarettes, like regressive legislation around the smoke-free thing, project. You it's know, like, fucked. The New Zealand and trying to like very thinly veil it as being e- economical or something like that. And obviously, they just they they just are. People meant like favors. People who gave them money. You know what I mean? No, like, it's because Chris Bi- Chris Bishop used to be a lobbyist for Big Tobacco. That was his job. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's Ugh. so he's got I don't know what back doors he's opening and closing. Well, this is what some, I'm saying. The money that they would have accepted from you know ex- party X Y Z as a as a party. Yeah. You know, like, this or is, the this money the that they would have garnered through I don't know tax. Yeah. <laughs> as per you know democracy. <laughs> Do you think Chris Bishop smokes? Um, no, but I do know that we did a really, um, in public service announcements, political satire based in Wellington, um, we did a really searing impression of him. We, but like, in a fat suit. Quest Bishop! Oh, yeah. Quest Nicola Winners! Oh, Simon played Chris Bishop. <laughs> Simon yeah, played yeah, Chris Bishop. really good. He's kind of like playing it as a retard. Like, it was, <laughs> you know, he, was, <laughs> he went full Rain Man for it, which yeah, I thought was a really interesting yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and it's, he sort of had a little buck teeth as well. Yeah, accurate. Accurate. Uh, accurate. Yeah, well, accurate. yeah. Chris Bishop really hit the ugly stick on the way down. That's... Yeah, those teeth, the teeth that Simon, Simon were wearing was kind of like a halfway between Madonna and, I don't know, the Elephant Man. Like it was There's an interview with Jack Tame and Chris Bishop. Who's that's, Jack Tame? He's a... Um, oh, that cutie talking hair guy. Yeah, he's yeah. he's quite hot actually, but he's a yeah. um, he's a journalist and he's on television. I got a friend who sees him at the gym and kind of, I, I'm assuming makes him feel vaguely unsafe. I think he's married mm. and lives in somewhere close to us, somewhere close to us that's all oh, the same. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, Anyway, there's a really good interview because they're talking about the amount of sort of like cigarette. Oh, actually, I don't even know what they're talking about. But, <laughs> but Chris Bishop looks. All I know is that Jack Tame really annihilates Chris Bishop with pure cold hard facts. Yeah, is it Jack Tame or is it Ryan Bridges? Because I've seen a no, it's Jack of Ryan Tame. Bridges. It's definitely oh, yeah. Jack Tame, but Ryan Bridges goes in as well. And that's um, that's my fantasy is seeing <laughs> Jack Tame just railroad. go to town on Jack. On right on railroading oh. the national government. Oh, okay. I thought you were like sort of uh, wanting to see Jack Tame being railed by Ryan Bridges because I'd like to see that. I'd pay good money to see that. Yeah, Ryan Bridges and Jack Tame. If you listen to this, hit us up. Get on it. <laughs> get a mangy. Yeah, get, get <laughs> a mangy. Get a mangy. Pomaz. You know. <laughs> you know. Pomaz. <laughs> get a mangy. <laughs> Pomaz. Pomaz. Kakai. <laughs> get- Oh my god! And the the uh, we should not we should not we're on the edge we're on the edge. And the week that the government's trying to like literally take all um Maori names away isn't that unreal? 
I don't know, hey kids, stop speaking today or here's some cigarettes. Like, what? What, it's what the insane. fuck is this, 1945? Yeah, it's get, crazy. Get out. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, just the suicidal, like, re- regression on all the climate action as well is just bonkers to me. It's, it's obviously, it's bonkers. It's objectively bonkers, you know, it's, it's just crazy. It's just fucking crazy. It's crazy. It's obviously, crazy. Obviously, what's ha- let's just do a quick Palestine corner. <laughs> It's crazy. It's and the fucked. Palestine corner is on fire. <laughs> it is. And it's literally just a corner now because yeah. they're coming in from the north. They're coming in from the south. Well, that place where they're now telling people like, oh, no, they have to relocate here and they'll be safe and there's support. It's it's rubble. You know, it's, it's rubble. It's, it's rubble. And guess they're what? Like, oh, there's tents. There's bomb shelters. It's it's nothing. It's you, rubble. You know I mean? And guess what? There's waiting for them. A firing squad. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's, it's horrendous, man. It's got to stop. Israel, you fugly cunt. Ceasefire oh now. Yeah. Ugh. Yuck. Fire and now also, yeah, it's all the, also all these people getting um fired over like the censorship. People speaking out against. All right, so being anti-genocide can have you can make you lose your job. Yeah, like the um the actor from. Oh, thank God I'm unemployed. Like we've we have obviously talked <laughs> thank about this. God. Th- thank God I've got no gameful employment. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank God no one knows the exact thing that I'm doing right now. So yeah. <laughs> As if anyone affiliated with that project is going to be like pro pro Israel, though. You know what I mean? Oh God, no! Yeah. God, God, no! God, no! Um, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, it, the main one that I'm thinking about is Susan Sarandon got dropped by her agent for being pro Palestine. Yeah, that's fucked. Man. And that well, obviously because America- Gina Ortega dropped out in solidarity with the lead actress from Scream, Scream. Seven. Yeah, yeah. I well, know it's it's just ridiculous. It's like, <coughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Pardon me. Um, you know, because America, without America, Israel wouldn't be able to to do all their, their little genociding that they're doing right now. <laughs> you know, like it's all it's all American. It's American fantasy. It's American ordinance. You know, it's, it's, it's American. It's American tanks. American and weapons, Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger's dead. Oh yeah. That awful fucking warmonger. Warmonger. Le warmonger. He's responsible. He is Agent Agent Orange. That is him. He's responsible. <laughs> he is Agent Orange. He is. <laughs> Henry Kissinger is, is Agent, Agent Orange. Orange. <laughs> He's responsible for the carpet bombing in Vietnam. Yeah, absolutely. Can't. Untold untold horrors. I've read a couple of his books on foreign policy and they're pretty, you know, they're Yeah, what's his vi- like what's his overt vibe? Obviously, you can the proofs in the fucking <laughs> dead. <laughs> he just does be- he believes, you know, in and leverage that military spending as a as a placeholder for American remaining, you know, like a hegemon or a superpower or whatever. Um, which is, and you know, I mean, that seems pretty insane to me, but he's all up in the, you know, the American illusion of, of it being the best country in the world, et cetera. And so their invasive presence in any other country is, is inherently justified, you know, because they are the light of the Western world, et cetera. Like they're still operating in that. Even the liberal ones, they're all absolutely fuckheaded. They're all missing a goddamn chromosome. They need to eat less... I was going to say they need to eat less burgers, but um, you know, I'm actually a huge fan of processed meat, and in fact, yeah. I had three sisters before I left the house to come do this, so <laughs> I should eat my words and less processed. All meat. I will say is, all roads point to World War Three. All roads, all roads. Well, World War Three is kind of like we've been a, in a constant state of low boil conflict in various sites around the world since the end of since the beginning of the New Deal. You know, all that prosperity at the end of the Second World War has been maintained by a constant state of war, which has oh, la- yeah. largely been um. People make huge money out of war. Yeah, exactly. Huge money. So we, you know, we talk about World War Three, and it's like, well, we haven't. It hasn't been a moment of reprieve, you know, like in terms of there not being a war or there at any in any given time being a, a literal peacetime. Yeah. You know, we're just sort of like 
when people people sort of imagine it that way, it's like a, a world war where, or a moment in the war where it's of such a given intensity where it might affect my cushy little life here as a Westerner, you know? Like, well, that's right. I, there's been conf- there's always conflict. It's just sort of they. This is the other thing they've just put. They're like it's in the third world, as if it's just not part of the world. Yeah, it it's not part of the Western capitalist um, mirage. Mirage. It's not mirage. part of the mirage. It's not in the mirage. Yeah, it's colonialist imperialism, and it's a, f- um, it's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Um. Oh, espresso depresso. Yeah, that's espresso depresso. Okay, Palestine corner over. Closed for the t- for the t- the day for the day. Close the day. Palestine close for the day. Palestine close the day. And honestly, fuck, there better be a ceasefire. Stat. There's not going to be. And Israel's going to annihilate them. And it's horrifying because you know the Western governments aren't doing anything about it. So if anything, it's all sort of, um, you know, it's exposing how complicit all of our governments are. Yeah, even like the um. Whatchamacallit, Springbok tour and everyone's like, New Zealand really stood up. No, we didn't. We didn't do fucking shit. They even got a law passed that said that because they were like, um, that the All Blacks wanted to play the Springboks, mm. right? And then they got a thing passed that to say that the Māori players or Pacifica players were honorary whites so they could technically cross yeah. the lines of apartheid. I'm like, that's fucked. Yeah, really fucked. Get really, fucked. Really fucked. New Zealand, get fucked. <coughs> you, you, we think that we're all like, you know, first country in the world to give the women the vote, da-da-da, ahead on gay rights. And we're cookie, we're pussies. We're fucking we pussies. You know I hate this country. You know I think everyone living in this country is a complacent potato. Like, I mean, that's just an absolute given. Fuck them all. One of my favourite quotes that you ever said was that Janet Frame was a potato rolled on the bottom of a hair cell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, yeah. Just she's got just got a few like wildly placed ringers on on the top there. You know, like just a couple of couple of glued on wisps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Willow wisps. Yeah. <laughs> Willow wisps. She's in a deep state of flaming alopecia. You know, like. <laughs> oh, she's not. She's got full head of hair. Yeah. You know what alopecia is, girl? Bull. Richard McCaw. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's so hot. He's so hot. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I wonder yeah. what his dick's like. Richard McCall's dick. Oh, I would say it's decent. Yeah. You know, I find really hot how Americans call dicks hogs. Like, oh, how's your hog? Like, I love what? It. Yeah, they call it. What dick are you a talking hog. about? America, like, hog is like a slang for for a dick. Is it? I only I only ever hear it in like American media. Hog. Has, well, I'm gonna hog. Like, I'm gonna ruin reckon, you with my hog tonight. <laughs> Hey, girl, you want to come jump on my hog? <laughs> I reckon Rich McCaw has, like, a hog, you know what I mean? Because when I hear the word hog, I think, like, fat and, and kind of, like... If a man a came up to me on the street and said, girl, you want to ride on my hog, <laughs> I would call the cops. I'd be My panties would be around my ankles in a, a millisecond. Yep. Blood in the panties. Yeah. There'd be yeah. blood in the yeah. panties. Yeah. You're going to bleed your little panties, girl. <laughs> my hog. There <laughs> <laughs> <And> he is. <laughs> It is, and that's the art of improv. <laughs> and that's and that's what we call theatre. <laughs> oh my god! Now that's what we call music. Forty-seven. Forty-seven. The lost years. <laughs> the lost years. Um, what else are we going to talk about? I haven't. Been, Go back I haven't to fantasy. That's the topic. Fantasy. Um, Did you you do you feel like you write fantasy? I don't know. I've, I mean, I'm just sort of like wrapping up my novel, and there's a bunch of like weird sci-fi shit in it. There's not fantasy though. I mean, like, like fantasy. Oh, there's a rock god, so that's pretty fantasy. 
What do you mean rock oh, god? I don't want to say anymore. What, I don't like, want to spoil the spoil my novel. I don't want to spoil my novel. When Does I think rock god, I think Gene Simmons from Kiss. <laughs> no. <laughs> What are we talking, Iggy Pop? <laughs> no, it's more like crystals, sentient crystals. Oh, more like God of Rocks. Yes, 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 mineral. <laughs> mineral, oh, okay, mineral, mineral, mineral. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. We're talking quartz, we're talking yeah, yeah, yeah. schist, we're talking schist. Yeah, yeah. Zirconium, <laughs> cubic, that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're talking, you know what, you know, Sisyphus? Yeah, that's the verb, that's the verb. Sisyphus! Sisyphus! <laughs> Sisyphus, heard of him? <laughs> I, I actually think it is a little bit fantasy, borderline fantasy. But there's like a sex cult in there as well. I, I I don't think it's fantasy if it's not horny. It has to be. has to be horny. What about Harry Potter? Horny, girl. Oh t- but, it, but he grew up with us, you know? So like when you're... Narnia's not very horny. Uh, I don't know. When she kills that lion, it's pretty hot. I remember, it's like, and the white witch wets her knife, the blade shimmering I love above Aslan's pelt. Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials, they're my all-time favourite. Yeah, they're, it's books. really good. It's really. Did you read The Book mm-hmm. of Dust? No, I haven't, because I was scared about reading any sort of, like, any additional text, you know what I mean? Um, look, it does enrich the world, but you just sort of go sideways. I don't think I need it. I don't think you need it. I don't think you need it. It's not, yeah. it's not canon. It's not good. It's not great. Can- That's what I want to hear. Um, what about your personal fantasies? Um, I'm recent. It has recently come to my attention that I am incredibly attracted to Josh Hutchinson. Do you know that guy? Josh yeah, Hutchinson? of course I do. Yeah, that guy who plays Peter on Hunger Games. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I thought for some reason you said Josh Hutchinson, and my mind went Josh Hartnett. Oh, I could take or leave that guy. Yeah. His, his lips mon- are too thin. His I don't mo- trust I liked the people. mono, though. The mono's hot. I and do like a in, heavy mono, And yeah. he's in 30 Days of Night, that vampire film. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Nathaniel Lees is in there. He's, he's a New Zealand actor. He's one of my tutors at drama school. He's, oh. I love you, Nathaniel. And he's also the voice on the Wellington trains. No, I mean, I, the Auckland trains. I find Josh Hutchinson really hot. But he's just done kind of like shitty movies ever since he did The Hunger Games. I think Josh Hutchinson looks like a square block of Edam cheese. You know I like white men. Yeah, girl. Specifically, I really like white men that kind of look like goats. Do what? You know, I, do you know what I mean? Like, I like, like I, I like them. What? Like so that their eyes look kind of sideways. Goaty. So Irish. So um, you're looking for, <laughs> you're not looking for predator. You're looking for prey. Yeah. <laughs> or both at the same time. <laughs> he can do a forty-five and a one-eighty at the same time. <laughs> I want someone that can see me from 360 yeah. degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Look both ways. At the same time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, 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 I like Ugly Hot. This is my favorite. Ugly Hot's my favorite. And white. Like bone bleached, sort of um, melon deficient. Uh, a clear day, midsummer could, could give them melanoma. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is colonialism. And that's colonialism. <laughs> that's colonialism. De- All I can say to you, Samuel, two words, decolonize now. <laughs> decolonize. <laughs> De- decolonize now. <laughs> I don't know. We, we, you, do you have a type? Yeah. Mm, I've already talked about it. Yeah, there's no, what else is there to talk about? What else is there? Um, I feel like my, oh, my, t- my fantasy at the moment is that 
I don't want to go on any fucking dating apps. I don't want to, I want to meet someone organically. I want to meet them in real life. And I want to like, sort of, you know, I want to meet someone. Oh, fuck. I hooked up with this guy one time. This was years ago. Um, it was like the moment we clicked eyes, it was like, oh my God, we're going to fuck. And then he had me up against the wall in a downtown, oh, in like downtown club in Britomart. It was so hot. Britomart? Yeah, girl. What, what's in Britomart? Who's to say? I didn't know where it was. <laughs> it, was it was years ago. Um, and it was so hot. Anyway, I'd like something like that. And we just sort of lock eyes and then just sort of like don't say a word and then we just fuck against the wall. And then um, I want it I want it to be revealed that he's got lots of tattoos and lots of money and he's really nice and he loves me forever. And then we go to the high... Fucking lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go to the summer court and he becomes an elf and his wings grow and I can't get his mask off. <laughs> the idea of being physically intimate with anyone right now makes me sick. I, if it's anyone that isn't me right now, makes me sick. Do you know what I mean? What about me? Tolerate. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I, other people right now, just give me the shits. <laughs> I just hate them all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's really it's, muggy as well. That's it's gonna, really muggy, That's got to yeah. contribute I'm to I'm bothered at all times. I'm bothered. I'm, bothered at all I'm times. hot or I'm bothered. Yeah. Um, I think I'm t- I am taking a break. I'm a single gal and I'm taking a little break and that feels nice. Like in the start, I go to see friends like recently that I've, I've like gone to take the time to go and see. And I'll be like, I'm enjoying this. And 20 minutes in, I'll be like, God, I'm so sick of your voice. And then you're like, gotta go. <laughs> yeah, gotta go, gotta go. Oh, I'm really busy. Well, I am really busy. That is accurate. But I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me at the moment. I just, yuck. yuck. I don't think, I think honestly, what I would say to that is that I don't think it's the fault of the other people. Okay. Cool. Take or leave that one. Take or leave that one. <laughs> Take or leave that one. <laughs> um, I'm just really enjoying my own company at the moment. That's, that's the takeaway. Yeah, gorge. Yeah. And I get the house to myself most, most weeks, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today I had that photographer come in to do do those press photos for that festival that I'm doing next year. And it was like, you know, I knew it was going to happen. And I was prepping for it all, all morning. And then he came in and I was like, oh, God, there's a fucking stranger in my, in my space. And then I thought, if I killed you. No one would know. Yeah. yeah. Do, on a book, I guess his employers would know. Because they'd send him to my address for the, for the yeah. job. Yeah. So I wouldn't have gone away with it. No. no. And they would have your exact details and they'd know who was yeah, in the home. Yeah. Also, I'd be like, where are you, Sam? Because you were supposed to come around and record Oh, the just podcast. wrapping up something. <laughs> <laughs> That's like um, in Pose. Have you, have you seen Pose? No, I haven't watched it. Um, it's based off of this bit in the this bit in the show is based off a true story from that the drag queen from Paris is burning. It's all fact. It's all fact. Where they where this drag queen, this is true, dies and they find a mummified corpse in a trunk in her closet, oh and um, she's covered him in baking soda and sewn him into pleather. I know. Is it real? Girl, that's real. That is fucking fuck. I know, it was mummified for 35 years. <laughs> that is absolutely, that is insanity. Yeah. That we, is like Azealia Banks. Azealia's got. Chopping, um, chopping chickens in her walk-in, you know. Like, Azealia Banks has got some mummified corpses in her pl- <laughs> wrapped in pleather. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. They get this really like botched-ass botched queen from Brazil or some such to help her 
sew it in in the TV show, obviously in the fictionalized version. She's making pleather out of this corpse that's in her cupboard. Well, pleather conceals that it's so you know doesn't breathe, <laughs> doesn't breathe an inch, <laughs> so it really wraps in the smell. <laughs> um. It's a fantasy. <laughs> fantasy. Yeah, that's a fantasy. I don't think killing anyone is a fantasy for me. We've yeah. No. All right, don't hire it. But me. sometimes if I could okay, and I I'm not saying this that I don't no one wanna insinuate that I'm suicidal in any way, but I think it would if I could kill myself. Oh, I've got to go. <laughs> if I could if if I could kill myself with the knowledge that I would immediately come back to life. <laughs> oh my god. I would what, like Tom saw at your own funeral. Like you're all sad, aren't you? Yeah, you'll think twice about being mean to me again. Yeah, literally. I want to. Oh f- I want to fly God. out of my coffin, be puppeted over the audience. You know, the whole shipping <laughs> shebang. Um, yeah, I would do it because I'd want to know. What, I want to know what's on the other side. Oh yeah, curiosity about about death, right? Yeah. And just a bit of a rest. <laughs> okay. Okay. Someone seconds from having a bath with a toaster. <laughs> someone's someone's seconds. Toaster, my GHD. Yeah. Girl, you don't have a GHD. I don't don't, I don't try don't. and fool yeah. me. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm very curly. I actually have a GHD that I um stole from my friend Daniel in 2011. Um, because I just looked him dead in the eye and said, you don't need this, and took it from his home. Oh, that's on him. Yeah, that's on that's him. Really on him. Hair, I was like, your hair's too short, girl. You don't need it. And, and I've had his GHD ever since. Daniel, you pussy. That's on you if you're listening. I feel the rush. Yeah. <laughs> that's on you. I know. And then we used to go to Ivy, which is the gay bar in Wellington. Um, yeah, the singular. The, and we'd just go and take poppers every Friday night and make out with each other. It was just a simpler time. You and the gay boy? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's cute and fun. Yeah. I def- I was that girl. I was that girly. Making out with your gay friends oh, at, at yeah. Ivy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ivy's a little bit depressing. I think sometimes I've had, an ama- I've had amazing times at Ivy. The old Ivy was much better because it was... It's where Cal- in Wellington, it's where Calendar Girls is now. Ah. And it was actually three stories. So you could kind of get whatever need you had. Yeah. There was a floor for that. So if you wanted to dance, there was a, like a dancing floor. If you wanted to just sort of chill and have a cocktail, there was a, ve- there was a vibe for that. And then there was obviously a subterranean basement for, for, for the fucking. Yeah, for whatever you wanted. I makes me really sad that there's no sort of like backroomy gay bars anymore. It's some bullshit, man. Yeah. Everything is so beige and boring. I just want to. Feel the fantasy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> feel my pleather fantasy. I feel really restless at, across the board right now. I feel like a human grenade, you know, like I feel like a ticking time bomb. I feel like I'm, I know that I'm just sort of like approaching the mood that I normally get into before I make some willfully destructive Hateful. choices. Yeah. Just to... Do you mean like destructive choices to yourself or destructive choices to others? Oh, whatever, whoever. <laughs> you know, she'll be You're right. like, I don't discriminate, <laughs> unlike you, you white bitch. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But whatever. You know what I mean? Also, uh, that's just summer. That is just summer. You hate summer so much. Yeah, I hate it. I don't know anyone who's, who hates summer so much. I love summer. I love summer and I'm sorry that you're feeling like that and I literally feel the opposite. Even though I feel tired and cooked, I feel like I'm on the up. I just feel so restless right now. I don't know, it's just because like, I've got so much work to sort of like get through. Babe, you're also stressing yourself out about the work unnecessarily, to be honest. 
but it's just holding it, you know, just just holding it and holding some of the more, the more long form stuff, you know, like I'm trying to find a way on a like on a daily basis to sort of modulate that tension of holding holding stuff that isn't going to be realized for a while, but c- c- staying interested, keeping it fresh, like all that stuff, it's starting to piss me off. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's really starting to piss me off. <laughs> like, ugh. God, I love my arts practice, but it's really starting to piss me right off. But again, like, I know we've had this conversation heaps of times before, but, like, this is my favorite form of suffering. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't rather have any other suffering. Oh, yeah. I th- it's, a, it's a privilege like to choose. Like kids? <laughs> Please. It, it's a privilege to choose a your mortgage? own suffering. Yuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A partner? Having to, like, literally, feed, like, nurture a partner, be constantly aware of somebody else's thoughts and feelings in an intimate way right now? I would rather kill myself. Yeah. I actually was thinking about that as I was reading my little book and buzz buzz for the ninth time. (laughs) (laughs) Ninth? Oh, my God. Your clitoris will be ground down to nothing. She's she's made of steel. She's made of steel. She's made of steel, girl. She's ready to go. (laughs) She's ready to go. She's ready to go. You were thinking about how lovely it was that you got to have all your your free time to yourself? Yeah. Like, it's your time? Yeah. Yeah. It is real. And I was like, fuck. I think I do. You didn't have to be like, oh, I suppose I better be nice to this lump of a boy that I've decided is an important part of my fucking life. Oh, yeah. And then what? <laughs> fucking coax him out of whatever stupid, immature. Turns out he's a sex offender. Emotion- and his name changed. Yeah. Uh, again, God. His like emotional decrepitude, coax <laughs> him out of that, feed, be his absolute mummy in all areas of his life. Yuck. Get fucked. Do straight boys actually want you to mummy? Oh, yeah. Straight really? Boys, straight boys want mummy. Is that a thing? Yes. I can't fucking believe it. Straight boys want... Why do you think that there's like a discrepancy between girls that they just want to... F- or like people that they just want to fuck and then people that... You know, this is whole thing of like I can take, you know, your wifey material, your girlfriend material. Oh, your wifey material? Essentially get, get that... an imagination. That rhetoric speaks to you're like my mum and you will fix my life for me. Uh, right. Rancid. Gross. And it's just, it's just like emotionally fucking immature. Or they'll just project all this shit onto you. And then when you don't fulfill their idea of who you are as a person, rather than the reality of the nuanced human being that you are, then they're like, oh. What do the girls see in these kinds of boys? Um. What's the appeal? A thick hog. A thick hog. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Um. I, I don't know, but then also it. like that's that's misogynistic conditioning too, right? Because it's like, you know, women are brought up to be like to also buy into the hetero fairy tale nonsense, hetero fantasy <sighs> of being like you'll find your man and then you'll be chosen and then you're picked and then your life you're is worthwhile. You're chosen. I choose you and your ovaries. Obviously, like I'm talking really fucking broadly, and there's pretty much I don't think anyone listening. To this podcast really buys into that, and if you do, unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Unfollow. I agree. It's even like sometimes I find with my friends who I love very much who are in long-term committed relationships. Aww. It's I'm like it gets to a point where I'm like we will not be we can't understand each other's lives. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly that, what you mean. Is that a crazy thing to say? No, it's not a crazy thing to say. It's like all of our friends who are in long-term relationships aren't complete people. They split right down the middle because they have to be constantly... It's like they have this really needy houseplant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, also, I don't think 
what I do sometimes... And they'll never be completely present with you because there's always this other person no, who's not in the room. And also, they don't have the resilience that only years of romantic rejection can build. <laughs> I love this two bit of singles being like, you know what? Fuck all my friends in long-term relationships. Yeah. I'm going to fuck myself. I hope she's got endo. <laughs> I hope she's got fucking endo <laughs> and I hope the IVF doesn't work. I hope they blow all that money in the IVF <laughs> and that it doesn't fucking take. Like, it's what she deserves. <laughs> I say this as someone who... Is, like, I hope her alcoholic uncle ruins the wedding that she spent $30,000 on. Oh, That's a cheap wedding. And I hope 000. she spews in her dress. Yeah. <laughs> and then I hope someone does a really shit speech and humiliates her publicly. Yeah. <laughs> I say this as someone who would like to be in a long-term relationship, you know, but yeah. also... I think it's different. I would say it's different entering a long-term relationship in your 30s rather than being with someone from your early 20s because how the fuck do you know who you are? Oh, I spent most of my 20s in a relationship. And now you're free. Yeah. Free falling. Fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> fuck up. But, you know, I don't regret it or whatever. You know, it was, it was good when it was good. It was good when it was good. Yeah, but a lot of, you know, you're, you are a crazy person in your 20s. You know, you're just sort of like, you're still a teenager. And you just you just do shit for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, I'll, do, oh, I'll try yeah. this. I'll do this. I'm doing this now. <laughs> it's like. You know? And a lot of the time being, in, you know, I would, being in, in a relationship in my 20s, that's what it felt like. I was like, oh, I'm just doing this because I have been doing this. So I'll just keep doing this, you know, kind of thing. Because yeah. I couldn't fathom the mental power it would take to sort of like actually sit down with myself and be like, oh God, what am I doing? What are we doing? What's here, etc." I've never been like a sort of like a goalie type person where, you know, I sit down and write specific goals. I'm like, oh, this is my five-year plan, 10-year plan, etc." You know what I mean? I've never had that sort of foresight. I've cultivated it, I think, in the last couple of years where there are some things that I'm desperately wanting. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's, you want it so bad that you can't, Think about you anything else. I can only be goal oriented when it's because when I'm when it's things I genuinely desire because I'm more a desire oriented person, not a goal oriented person. You are very desire. You're like yeah. I want it. I, I'm gonna. You want it? I got it. I want it. I got it. I want it. I got it. Give me that fat hog. Give me that fat Give hog. Me, you know Give what I want? Hog. A fat hog. <laughs> I actually would like a fat hog. Yeah, yummy. I, I know I was repulsed by the concept earlier, and now I'm into it. I know. I think it's endearing calling a dick ho- a hog, and it's it's such a visually graphic word. You know, it really brings to mind the heft, the weight, the mass. Let me write on the that smell, fat hog, you know? daddy. The, the saline <laughs> taste of an exposed glands. <laughs> the saline taste of exposed glands. Yeah, no, 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 and no. Please stop that. <laughs> Please stop that. <laughs> Um, I can't remember what I was going to say, but it was about f- fat hogs. Yeah, fat hogs. My fantasy. I think yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Desire is interesting, isn't it? It's like you just. I think when you're in a when you're in a relationship, sometimes, or your all your desires and all your wants kind of get all your feelings get sucked up by another person. I've never. I've actually, the only time I've ever been able to find a balance between giving emotional giving myself emotionally to a person and myself my projects mm. is when the person is not in the same city as me but um, that's also not sustainable to be in a relationship with someone like that long distance is, is the wrong, wrong distance, distance. <laughs> um said Sam and Johanna in the voice of a sexy black woman absolutely <laughs> absolutely unintentionally <laughs> i feel like this this episode's probo <laughs> 
This episode is more proper than you. No, it's, ba- it's basically minstrelsy, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just call me Judy Garland. Pomaz. Pomaz, Pomaz guys. Pomaz. 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 <laughs> um, for international listeners, Sammy was, <laughs> Sammy was actually short in Poor Marie, which is a... Beautiful, beautiful... A, Beautiful um, farewell in, in Tadeo um, to, instead of Paul Marie, Paul Mars. <laughs> I'm updating it. I'm modernizing it. Do you know what I mean? I'm streamlining it for this generation. You guys, I'm making it slang. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm creating slang. <laughs> Neologism. What? Neologism. What's that? That's like a like a, a new a contemporary coinage of a word that didn't didn't previously exist. It can be a contraction of, of two existing words, or it can be a com- completely new word. But that's the like uh, slang, slang. Do you know what I love? This is instantly what that makes me think of is that in France there is a specific bureau because obviously English is such a permeating language. Oh, so permeating! It's really permeating through everything. Um, <laughs> that they're so. Um, and they really are, what's the word, det- where you reject something? Our dating lives. No, they're so, they're so um, fearful of English language um, diluting the, the pure French Hard word. Hard out Francophilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that, so they have a bureau yeah. set up. So every time there's an, a new English word, like a new slang word that's sort of permeating the common French vernacular, yeah. they'll, in, they'll find a French equivalent. They will make up a French word. To have an equivalent, so they won't. They try their hardest to not use English words. How do they counter in the? How do they factor in the internet? I mean, so instead of like you know how most cultures, in most sorry, in most languages, you would just say lol, like L O L. In all cultures. In all cultures. In all, <laughs> no, in lol. all languages. Like it's 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 common. It's common. In this it's world, used. There is one universal lol. In Fra- in French, it's midir, like M D. Ah, uh, like it's it's so buzzy. So, and they, so they find they find French equivalents for slang words instead of just and they using disseminate the French alternative in the hopes that it will sort of like neutralize the English. That is exactly the eloquent phrase that I wanted to say. That took me five fucking minutes. <laughs> but we got there, girl. But we got there, we girl. We got there, and that's collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> Something that Samuel was really anti right now, but that I've yeah. forced him into. You know, yay, collabing. Suddenly yeah. love it. <laughs> Suddenly but you know what? It. I'm switching on a dime. <laughs> you know what? You know my tune. I've changed it. I'm switching on a dime, <laughs> just like France and World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just like New Zealand's um, attitude towards cigarettes. <laughs> it is so stupid. It's so fucking it's dumb. Un- it's dumb. Unbelievable. It's dumb. Unbelievable. I think it's more inherently humiliating than them sort of like reneging on all that climate action. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just so transparently about them getting, getting. It's they them getting money from the, you know like them doing the favor for the people who gave them money. Like it's a party. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. I know it took a while to get there. Them doing the favor for the people that gave them money. Like so transparently, so boldly and transparently. And, yeah, it's transactional. Know, like, it's called yeah. It's but, and them trying to scramble to justify it, like you know, Chris Bishop, who literally looks like a hog on its hind legs. Like he I literally looks come like. In a bit. I think you're off the I, camera. Am I off the camera? Can you not see me? I don't think you can see. Oh no! Yeah, I've been there for about Get out of there, Janet McCurdy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Janet McCurdy, no. Yeah. <laughs> that? I'm glad my mum died. Yes, yeah, so is she. I'm glad. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's glad to go. She's glad to go. What was I saying? Fat hogs, dead mums. Yeah, fat hogs, dead mums. Fantasy. Fantasy. Um, 
Do you know I actually wrote a fantasy book when I was five? I got what was it? It was called Flora McDonald and the Magic Brook, and it was absolutely <laughs> the story of Harry Sam- McCleary. No, Samuel, it was full settler colonialism. It was about a little <laughs> Scottish girl called Flora McDonald. I'm actually really proud of this book, but um, the, ramf- the social ramifications probably don't hold up, don't stand the test of time. Um, and she <laughs> oh, was one of the first families to move from Scotland to mighty Aotearoa, and um, she moved there with her family and. Um, they had no house because they were settlers um, and so she would put a little stone in the magic brook and she wished for a house and then the house would come and then the next day she wished for chickens and, and, and horses and then the horses and the chickens came and then That's beautiful. the next day she wished for, I think it was like happiness and then their family were happy ever after. Oh, that's gorgeous. I illustrated it and I made my dad write it out. And by when I five, you know, five to seven sort of that time frame. They would actually work as a kids as a kids picture book now. Yeah, and I would like yeah. to try. If anyone steals Flora McDonald and the Magic Brook, I'm gonna fucking cut you <laughs> up. You're gonna be bleeding from the panties, bitch. Yeah, ble- <laughs> bleeding from the panties. I love that bloody panties is a through line today for some reason. Bloody panties. Bloody panties. <laughs> bloody panties. What? It's just called a period. Yeah. 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 I um, have been rewatching all the Mission Impossible movies lately. Have you? Because I love them. I think Mission Impossible Fallout is the greatest action film that has ever been made. It is fucking poetry. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, can you just, I just don't know which one that is. They've all blurred into one. Is it the one where he comes to Wanaka? Wanaka? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there are scenes that are filmed in New Zealand. You, yeah. can, you can totally tell as well. Yeah, it's the one that's filmed in New Zealand that has Henry Cavill in it. And Henry Cavill, oh, my God, it doesn't matter what he's wearing. He, and he looks pornographic so in hot. every frame. His Did ass you is ever- so fucking thick. I want him to sit on me and crush me. And I want him to keep sitting on me until I can't breathe and I'll die happy. He's you know so I mean? fucking hot. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that he's a big old nerd as well? Loves he plays video, he- video games for four hours a yeah, day. Yeah, he was... He gunned so hard to be cast in the lead of The Witcher because he loves that game. Yeah, yeah. My ex used to try and get me to play The Witcher and I, not going to lie, could, I just couldn't cope with that. I'm literally salivating because I'm, ima- I'm imagining... Henry Cavill playing video games? His peck in my mouth. I'm imagining... What, sucking on Henry Cavill's tit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toss a coin to your witcher. I just can't believe how massive he is. Like he just looks incredible on Fallout. Uh, he's, you know that he's shorter in real life, girl. But I mean, like thick. Like he's so fucking thick. Yeah, because he he goes. All the actors are short. They're all teeny tiny narcissistic midgets. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Do you think that I'm short? Um, no, you're average of of, of completely. You're average a big height. gal. <laughs> Sorry, I got You made that too easy. It was that was low hanging fruit. I'm sorry, that's lying fruit that you couldn't reach. I'm sorry. sorry. It's great because I've always wanted to play Brienne of Tarth. Oh my god, fuck. I love Brienne of Tarth. I actually love Brienne of Tarth. I love Gwendolyn Christie. I bet she's awesome in real life. I love Gwendolyn Christie. <laughs> I would be the best of friends in real life. Her, which celebrity do you genuinely think you'd be friends with? 
Um, or that complaining Jew that um, <laughs> oh, Fran Leibowitz. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, someone who was it that said that you were the Auckland's Fran Leibowitz? Oh fuck yeah! Did someone say that? I think it was Chris Parker. Oh yeah, I'll take that. Thank you very that, much. Shout out Chris. Chris. God, I think I Chris. am Auckland's Fran Leibowitz. Well, you've definitely got the sort of you know grumpy, delusional, <laughs> narcissism. <Yeah. laughs> I hate everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get lonely and sad and you and then you just sit at home and smoke your vape and call your friends, aka me. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly and what that's a life. Writer's block for ten years. <laughs> that's a life, girls. That's a life. <laughs> Goes on a talk show, eviscerates everyone, leaves. <laughs> that is, she has had writer's block for ten years, eh? Yeah, she found That's unrelatable for me. It's actually unrelatable. And she's made terrible real estate I actually really liked her um her TV show, Friendly Woods, is the Malice Scorsese. It is fuck the Pretend It's a City. Yeah, it's great. When I first started watching it, it was on a whim. I was like, what the hell is this? And then the, the sheer miracle of realising that actually watching a, a senior Jewish woman complain for seven hours is riveting television. Yeah, it is riveting television. It is awesome. She's got, I don't know how she can make complaining charismatic, but she goddamn makes it work. Yeah, it's fucking... Not everyone it can... They call it vetching, right? That's the Jewish yeah. practice of complaining of vetching. It's like how we talk about gossip being the glue of society. The Jews are onto something with that. Yeah. They're really onto something. Girl, they know. Yeah. Because it's so... It's, it's entertainment in its purest form. Yeah, shitting on your friends and family. <laughs> Taylor's and all that's, time. And that's one of the ethoses of rats in the bedroom. <laughs> and that's our fantasy come to life. <laughs> Did you ever think that we'd be still doing... This is almost our one-year anniversary. We're getting closer every week. Um, did you? It's next week, I think, babe. Oh, oh yeah. No, it's, I think it's been and gone. No, it's the 15th of December is when it came out. Uh, la, 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 and it's cool. the 5th today, so in 10 days. In 10 days. Um. Did you ever think that we'd be, oh my God, I can't believe it's the end of the year. I'm just literally realizing that we're three weeks away from the end of the year. Yeah, thank God. That makes me want to take a bath with a toaster, <laughs> take a bath with a toaster. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just washing my GHDs. <laughs> yeah, just washing my hair dryer. <laughs> just going to wash my hair dryer, you guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Look, and it's like, I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm like, what? Were you asking me a question? You try to ask me, but I think we're, we'd still be doing this a year later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, we still, when we did our first season last year, which was much more structured than it is now. Oh, yeah. I figured we'd, we'd just keep going. Because why stop? Why stop? Yeah. Why stop? Smoking. <laughs> Brought to you by National. <laughs> and on that note... Um, I've been Johanna Cosgrove. <laughs> and Sam Ducati. And, and you've been, been listening, listening to Rats, Rats in the Gutter. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe we should buy some cigarettes. Rats. Should we get some Marlboro Golds? Do you, I'm surprised that you don't have any. I do have some. They're in my purse. Of course. Rats. 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 Rats.